There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, Andy Brampernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Craig Muckler, our special guest from the Masabi Range town of Virginia, Minnesota, baby. What mm-hmm. do you think of that action? He's got a few other things going on in his life right now, though. No doubt. We'll be right back with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. God, what was the name of that joke service that used to play this? Oh. That was phenomenal. A man was walking down the street with two, two girls. girls. <laughs> that was phenomenal. They just dubbed in another. They just dubbed in other voices. Craig Muckler, ladies and gentlemen, 1953, the Masabi Range town of Virginia, Minnesota. He was born with a stutter and a determination to overcome it. Damn it. 
Are people born with stutters? <laughs> I didn't even know that, Craig. Is that true, Craig? They're born with stutters? Just me. Just, you're, you're <laughs> only one percent of us in the freaking world, and I happen to be, be one of them. Just my luck. So you were, you were me and Mel Tillis, right? Oh yeah, but if you sing, you don't have a stutter. It's true. As long as you talk in cadence no. or sing in cadence, no, then you don't true. stutter. Yeah, it's true. true. Well, you don't stutter very much, no. Craig. You've been working on it, huh? Well, I have been. In, in fact, it was crazy, Tom. I mean, I grew up in Virginia, Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and and of all things. Um, you know, my high school, my grade school, I was the I was the one percent. No one else. No one else in the freaking place stuttered except for me. And I thought it was a curse. I mean, growing up, I was bullied. And of oh, all, <laughs> I was bullied. And I was held back in school because they thought I was freaking slow. But it was I just thought different from everyone. And <laughs> right. I tell you, Tom. I was influenced by, of all people, Rock Hudson's mother used to live with us every summer at my cabin. Really? Yeah. And and what happened was I would watch movies and I said, hey, I'm going to be just, you know, if if I'm on the screen or producing a film, I won't stutter. And one year I was at Rock Hudson's house. I was 13 years old. And I told Rock because his mother was like my grandson. My grandmother, like the grandson, he obviously yeah, never sure. had. Yeah, right. And he said, Craig, you won't. That study will not bother you at all. I said, and sure enough, I kept in touch. He was my biggest influence in my life and his mom. And years later, I would graduate with a double degree in theater arts, journalism, moved to L.A. with a little bit of a stutter, but it didn't bother me. And within 10 years... I produced two of the top cult films in the world, yep, yep. And, and and I had a talk show, and I stuttered, and it was the number one talk show on Group Duffield, and I, you know, I mean, who would have thought? And I became an influence with many people. I mean, what the hell? I had a stutter. Who gives a shit? No, I, no, I, no it's I fine. Mean, who, who, who gives a whatever? Right? Shit, that's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's not a problem. No, 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 no. It's I not a I'm not on my show. <laughs> it's not a problem, Craig. I, 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 what I like about it is that you embrace it. If you have something, I don't care if you got, you know, uh, your eyes are crossed, you stutter, you got, you know, one foot's on backwards, whatever. As long as you embrace <laughs> it, people can't harm you. I think it's very no, smart. It's no. very smart to do that. Thank you. That's true. I mean, it, it, it's insane. And through the years, I mean, I mean, it's funny. I have this talk show, right? Craig Muckler's Hollywood Showcase. And, and, and a producer comes up and says, Craig, you're a funny guy. You do improv. <laughs> you you you're, have movies of all things, cult films, and you're kind of out there. So he talked me into having my own show. <laughs> In 1985, I, <laughs> I have Jill Sholin on my show, right? She was gorgeous, mm-hmm. Babes in Toyland, with Bo Swenson. <laughs> Paul Spencer was a friend of mine. I had a number of shows, right? Mm-hmm. And he yeah, comes right. on and says, Craig, <laughs> you know, you can't totally lose your stutter. I said, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I spent a million dollars, therapists, marbles in my mouth, <laughs> needles <laughs> oh, in my face. Right. Are you kidding me? I said, no, because you have it under control. You, you, you have it under control, Right. Yeah, well, that's it. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Craig. You you embrace it. You have it under control. You do what you do. I will tell you. Hello, I lost you there. (laughs) Uh, Tom. Okay. Anyway, he can't hear me. Apparently, the phone's broken. Oh, can you hear me now? 
I'm back. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, my phone, my phone is stuttering. <laughs> oh God! And you're a smart ass. God dude. Anybody tell you that? Anybody tell you you're a smart ass? <laughs> Craig, one thing. And, I, and uh, so both both Svensson said, "Craig, you don't want to lose your stutter." I said, well, "Why?" I said, "Because it's part of your charm. It's part of why you have an audience." Mm-hmm. So I did embrace it, and you know, and, and I became kind of an influence with people with speech handicaps all over the place when I had a show. And I said, well, you know what? Maybe this is God's plan for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, there you go. I will tell you one thing, Craig, you, uh, you're what? 66 years old. You sound like you're about 24. Oh, I didn't. I thought that's right. I thought he was like in his twenties. <laughs> you do. You sound really well, young. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> that is and, true. You know, that, you know, I, I guess it, it kind of helps me too. With, I have a TV show coming out. My TV show is coming back, obviously. Wonderful. So uh, I don't want to have too much Botox. <laughs> no, that would not <laughs> for be <good>. for my fans. <laughs> that would be good. I understand it completely. I did you? No. <laughs> so you got bullied because you stuttered. Yeah. Yeah. So why I don't see? I, mean, I I'm sure that it's happened to a lot of kids, but I don't understand. I need to bully you because you stutter. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. No. No. I mean, I, I, I mean, and it's true. I was bullied as a kid, even into to junior high. And all, I mean, but what, what I did was, you know, someday I took Rock Hudson's advice. I'm going to make it against all odds. So I started a rock band when I was in ninth grade, mm-hmm. <laughs> Winds of Change, and I took Mel Tillis' advice. <laughs> I started singing in a band. I still stuttered, but the big difference, when I was in 10th grade, we were a popular brand. <laughs> I never asked a girl out in my life until some girl asked me out. Oh, see how she great thought that I was cute and sang, right? <laughs> and then she said, Craig, I, you, your stutter is cute. <laughs> well, there you go. That's you know what, what I mean? About. Yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Look, Craig, I will tell you, one of the greatest jokes ever written involves a guy who stutters. Uh, and it... it I can tell you the joke if you want to hear it because it's a great joke. Yeah, I love to. And sure. it doesn't, it's not insulting at all. But, okay, so there's a faith healer, right? You know, the, right. these ministers, he's a faith healer. And yeah. <laughs> uh, so the faith healer's up on stage. He goes, we've got a couple of young guys going to come up on stage. Come on up. Uh, yeah. Billy, come on up on stage. Billy, uh, he's got crutches. He can't, you know, walk without crutches. So Billy comes up on stage. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy stutters. Timmy, come up on stage. Uh, and he introduces <laughs> Timmy and Billy, and he goes, okay, both of you go behind that curtain over there. I'm going to call upon yeah. God to, to, to cure both of you. You'll be cured by the time you leave today. So go back behind the curtain. <laughs> you go behind the curtain. Have you heard this joke, Craig? No, no. Good, good. Okay, so they're behind the curtain, and a guy starts calling them, beseeching, you know, this, that, and the other thing, calling upon the Lord to, to, uh, to heal both Timmy and Billy. And he goes, Billy... Billy, you're healed now. So take that left crutch and throw it over the throw it over the curtain. So all of a sudden you see one crutch come flying over the curtain. Goes, Billy, yeah. here it is. You're completely cured. The power of our prayers have cured you. Throw your other crutch over the curtain. Here comes the other crutch flying over the curtain. About a two second pause, and all of a sudden you hear this big thud, and then there's this silence, and then you hear B- B- Billy fell down. 
It's one of the greatest jokes ever told. (laughs) Tom, I must tell you that, you know, you know, after that joke, uh, back in, you know, uh, in 1983, finally, uh, my film, which is now, now one of the top five cult films in the world of all things, uh, Jackie Vernon started my movie, Love Microwave him. Massacre. Loved him. And it took three years to get it going. Now it's one of the top ever. And, but, but, but like 1985, it was out, it was, and it was already like a cult, a cult film. I get a call from Jackie Vernon. He was like family to me. Loved him. He says, Craig, I want you to come down to the improv. You know, you know the improv, famous uh, Bud Freeman, who had a syndication show on it. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And so I went down. He says, "Come on down. I want to introduce you to some people." I go down at seven o'clock in, in in the odd in the in the stage area. There's only like twenty people. I go to the bar, and there is Jackie Vernon with Bud Freeman, and he introduces me to who? Robin Williams. Oh God. <laughs> and we're talking, and Robin Williams says, "Hey, Craig." I love your film. Uh, Jackie is my, oh my God, he's <laughs> iconic. Phenomenal. And he says, you have a, <laughs> you have a stuttering routine. I said, well, yeah. <laughs> and then Bud Freeman himself says, Craig, there's no one on the stage. Go up. <laughs> said, Are you kidding me? So I go up on the stage. There's only 20 people in the audience. It was right in front of me. But the Jackie Vernon, Bud Freeman, and freaking <laughs> Robin Williams. So I said, all right. <laughs> There I am. I took a shot of whiskey, had to. And, and I, I said, yeah, this is my stuttering routine. Look, I'm kind of famous because I did a couple films, but I stutter. So I'm on to tell the truth. And so they have us three contestants and these famous celebrities there. <laughs> and the guy said, uh, number one, what is your name, please? My name is Craig Muckler. Number two, what is your name, please? My name is Craig Muckler. Number three, what is your name, please? My 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 name is Muckler. I look down and there is Robin Williams busting his gut laughing. You know. Well, see, because you embraced it. It's that's the way to handle these things. That's wonderful. Yeah. And you know, I mean. I would see Robin Williams now and then at the improv, you know, later. So it was, it was really fun, you know, and I used my stutter. Even Robin says, God, Jackie said you had a stutter, Greg, but you overcame it. My God, boy, did you? I mean, this comes from Robin Williams, yeah. you know, to get that type of feedback from him was incredible. I can understand you know? that completely. You know, if, you, if you didn't have a stutter, you'd almost sound a little bit like Robin. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Absolutely. So, yeah, no. Craig, what, 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 Crypticon Minneapolis, it's, it's this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, at, at the airport, at the Hilton Air, uh, airport. Yeah. Hilton, there'll be thousands of people there. In fact, my, believe it or not, my manager is the same manager as Jesse Ventura. So we're both going to be there. I'll be there with Jesse. Oh, Jesse's going to be there at Crypticon? Oh, that's yeah. right. I think Cassie told me that. As, as a guest. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, and you know, I could see, he, he's, uh, well, Crypticon. So Crypticon is basically, what what kind of thing is well, it? He was a host for that show. Crypticon, uh, you know, uh, in fact, I've gone to probably 
15 of these around around the country because uh, my films that I, I usually have gone in you know with with beautiful um Joe Sholin and and Chris Smokey also from Minnesota and and I got to tell you in the last few years these horror conventions have erupted all over the country and for example microwave masking now I have a million fans out there mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're all under the age of 30 all these kids are into the older I mean it's new stuff now but they're into all the Hellraiser movies Oh yeah, uh, Andy yeah. Robinson's going to be there. Uh, also, I guess with me, you know, from <laughs> Dirty Harry and oh god, he movies. Good. He was so good in Dirty Harry. And these kids are, 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 I mean, they're, they're so rabbit now about all. The, there'll be five thousand people there for us. Yeah, that's know? phenomenal. Yeah, Jesse's hosting the Unexplained or some. The Unexplained. Some show that's like stories of unexplained. Can you imagine stuff. Jesse Ventura telling you a scary story. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to start you know, laughing. He's actually not bad on it. And, and, oh, really? Yeah, and, and and believe it or not, I'll, I'll be interviewed because my show, my TV show is coming back. Craig Muckler's Hollywood Showcase into ne- next year. In fact, uh, 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 one of your competitors, maybe, but he's a cool guy. Watch listening right now is Lou Pizarro. You know, Repo Radio. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's actually going to be involved with me on my TV show. Well, that's wonderful. So now, where's the TV show going to be, and what day does it start? Well, we've had, I was in Los Angeles doing a, a number of, of episodes. I have a great uh, director now, and, and Andy Watson, local guy here, and Bob Cummings is my co-host. Uh, so it's, we, we are hoping to even shoot at an HBO type of thing. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or right. True TV, where where uh, Lou Pizarro had his big show, Operation Repo. So right. It's a combination, you know, variety, talk, show, you know. I just want to be totally different from the the, the Tonight Type shows, right? But they're all the same. No, they are, absolutely. You know? They are indeed. Craig Munkley. They're all political. Though. Yeah. And, of course, I have to have you on, too, right? Come on a TV show and it scare people. All right, you little brats. <laughs> It'd be phenomenal. I'll come on, oh scare God. everyone. <laughs> Craig, I got to tell you my favorite and, Jackie Vernon joke of all time because I adored Jackie Vernon, right? Oh, yeah. I one of of my, my favorite, he walks on The Tonight Show one night and he goes, So, Johnny, I'm changing my name. I'm changing my name to Nosmo King. I got it from a no smoking sign. <laughs> Nosmo King? <laughs> I thought it was one of the great Nosmo King. That's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a name, That's right? great. Nosmo, how you no, doing? No, yeah, no. It's great. All right, Craig. Was... I mean, he was so high-witted. Uh, you know, it's amazing. I mean, he became like my father. Uh, my father. Oh, my he's God. I mean, phenomenal. He, he, I'd go over at Christmas time, and, and he'd, he'd, I tell you, even around the the, the table at dinner, he, he'd, he'd have, he's so high-witted. These jokes would just fly out oh, yes. all the time. Very funny. Very funny. He's the only yeah. guy I ever heard. He walked out on the Ed Sullivan and show and said, "I had a lot of trouble in high school. A couple of girls got me into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of girls got him pregnant. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Yeah, no. So, Craig, no. when when, you know? uh, when you're back in town, give me a buzz. We I'd love to have you back on the show, man. Well, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, you know, you know, Tommy. Also, because people are 
ask me, even lose, you know, I have a lot of fans around here, obviously. Yeah. It would be great to come on your morning show sometime, too. Uh, absolutely, Craig. I'd love to have you on the morning show. Uh, t- uh, actually, uh, actually, I'm also good friends with Jeff Pazzo. I wouldn't tell anyone that if I were you. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. After he retired, I think he and Marianne had to go into hiding, maybe. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. You're absolutely right. Craig, stay in touch, Pally. Thank you for your time today. You bet. Well, I really appreciate this. Big oh, time. Thanks for coming. Every time, because I lived in, in L.A. for years, every time I came back, everyone said, you have to listen to the Tom Bernard show, and I did. And you, you are the, one of the best. Period. I've always loved you. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Craig. Well, thanks so much for for having me on. It's, it's an honor. We'll talk again, sir. An honor to have you on. Absolutely. Craig Muckler, ladies uh, and gentlemen, okay, man. this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, thanks. We'll be back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. Thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. (laughs) Was that Dave? No comment. I just call him Double D now. That's double it. D. I'm going with Double D. Darkness Dave. <laughs> double D. 36 Double D. That's what we're going to call you from now on. So, Darkness. Yes. Oh, he's serious. Yes. <laughs> yes speaking, of, speaking of Double Ds, do you know why Ariel, the little mermaid, wears seashells? Why? Because her boobs aren't big enough for D shells. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, very Thank much. you everybody. Bad joke. <laughs> Make sure you come in this weekend. It's going to be on. But I just realized something, uh, and thank God it was one of those uh, just stream of consciousness things, but you were talking about. Yes. When, when you first came on 20 minutes ago or whatever it was, you, you made a comment 
about this woman. And then there was this woman, and I was going to say, you know, Cassie, only I was going to do it in pig Latin. But then just before I did it, I realized I would be calling her Assie K. So I decided against it. I decided Why, against calling her that. that. That's our safe word. <laughs> Assie K. Our safe word. You have a safe word at the house, do you? That's fantastic. Uh, well, used to be butter not squatch, but when the ball gag is in, it sounds like better not stop, and that doesn't work. <laughs> oh, God. Why don't you grow up, for Christ's sake? Oh, is it ever going to happen? I'd like to believe it won't. Thank you. Hey, I have a question for you. Now, you lived, where did you go to college again? Uh, Winona State. Winona State. Did you hear yes. about this church in Winona, what they did? No, what happened? It was on the news yesterday. I can't remember the name of the church. But it was in Winona. At least they said it was in Winona. So uh, apparently they sold the church, the building, and the uh-huh. minister and his wife took the money and built a million-dollar house for themselves. <laughs> like, what is that? Well, you know, it's a, it's a job if you can get it. It's not a bad deal. Yeah, it's like the Church of Christ in Winona or something like that. But Sure. Yeah, I wonder I if that's the church that while we were there, a drunk kid drove through the front doors. Could be. Some breaking, yeah. some breaking news. Michigan just became the very first state to ban all flavored e-cigarettes. Wow. Complete ban. That's good. That's a good move. Passed today. What are, our, what are our kids going to learn on? First chalk <laughs> cigarettes and now e-cigarettes? Good God. Man, we uh, had the candy cigarettes when I was a little. Those that's delicious. right. Those were Yeah, good. those chalk ones. You, <laughs> yeah. you, that wrapped in paper and you puff on them and out that comes that yeah, little puff dust. of powder so yeah. it looked like smoke. Oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot they had about a little those. red tip, a little pink tip painted on them. And by the way. <laughs> they were terrible. Then, then, you'd bite, then you'd bite the top off of your wax root beer bottle and drink it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were good. Yep, I remember that. The cigarettes were terrible. Tops baseball cards. I don't know if it was a, a cultural thing or whatever, but I know the little candy cigars. All yes. the other ones sold. The pink owls did not sell in my neighborhood. Because he looked like really? a penis. They <laughs> <laughs> well, did. They do. looked like a penis. They don't still make those, do they? I don't think so. Are they no, made out of bubblegum? Uh, yes. They yeah, were yeah bubblegum. Bubble bubble cho- like chocolate. There was, a, there was a chocolate one. There was a pink one. And I don't know. Then some other one. Probably blue. But yeah, because White Owl was the actual cigar. That was He's, a real cigar. You know, they White still owl. sell all that stuff? This is Mexico. What? Mexico still sells all that stuff. All that candy? Yeah, all oh, the old they stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You go to Mexico, they still sell it. I guarantee you, you can go down to the biggest candy <laughs> oh, store in Bell Plain. Yeah, they'll still have Bell Plain? They yeah. have all that old nostalgic Are candy. they okay? Because then somebody well, hit the Leave it to Nick to know where you can get your contraband 1980s candy fix. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, no, I just happened to be that's down. True, I was in Progressive Mexico, and I went to the store, and I'm like, Dan, I haven't you were seen doing, any uh, I You were building houses for homeless, I understand, and you happen to stumble in, and there's a couple of candy cigarettes. What could you do? Yeah, I was like, I haven't seen this stuff in like 25 years because all there was was the old school candy. Uh, we must send it all there. because we shipped it to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We sent it all there. All right, so tell me about the show. We got uh, we got less than a, than four weeks away now. I guess it'd be, it still would be. What night of the week is on Thursdays? Thursday nights, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's four weeks from tomorrow night, actually. Is 9, it is. Yeah. 9 p.m., correct? And, and actually, for any of the listeners, I will be out at Crypticon this weekend, and I'll actually be hosting a panel discussion with uh, Doug Bradley, who will be your guest tomorrow, uh, Pinhead, from the uh, Hellraiser series. I used to work with Pinhead. Matter of fact, several, <laughs> several Pinheads. I think you still do. 
<laughs> D- different pinhead, Tom. Different pinhead. <laughs> That's um, a different pinhead. Okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is the Cenobite, the evil pinhead. That was just a straight oh, yeah, up pinhead. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was a there so, was a dad in my neighborhood, and anytime some one of the boys, because he had like three little girls, three mm-hmm. daughters, so you you do anything in front of me, go. What the hell are you doing, Pinhead? <laughs> I call everybody Pinhead all the time. Like, oops, sorry. It's tough having three daughters. Oh God, in North Minneapolis, it'd be yeah, that be would tough. be a tough road to hoe. Okay, so four four weeks from tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow night, what can we expect? Well, uh, you know, I, I the show is a paranormal themed show. It's uh, we're going out, kind of following up on the famous cases of Hans Holzer who is considered right, one of yes. America's first ghost hunters. You know, if, if you were reading books in the 60s and 70s on ghosts, Hans Holzer was one of the authors because he wrote, I think, 160-some books on uh, on the paranormal. So um, we just, you know, their family has opened up the, uh, the files and allowed us to reexamine some of these cases with uh, new technology and new information and see if we can close it. And... I love it because a lot of it seems it's almost like a crime procedural. Oh, it is. We're really See, digging I like through. That. I would like. Yeah, that. because you know, there's there's a couple of great cases that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I'll say one: the Oceanborn Mary House is a famous ghost, has a pirate involved, an amazing story. Pirates. And we de-evolve this story and find the really remarkable aspect of the story behind the story. So a lot of these cases have, you know, they've looked at specific uh, things to some of these stories before, but they've they've missed the backstory, and we've gone back and and found it. So it's it's pretty exciting. I'm uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, I can understand that. And how many episodes did you shoot? We shot ten episodes. Ten. Yeah, that's pretty normal these days, isn't it? Eight to ten episodes. For the first season, yeah. The uh, if they like it and people tune in, I'll be picked up uh, hopefully for uh, a season two. But that'll be twenty six episodes, which will you know, the good and the bad of it is it's twenty six episodes, a great payday and mm-hmm. great exposure for my radio shows. But uh, that that puts me on the the road twenty six weeks a year oh, away true, from yeah. uh, Assy K. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be away from Assy K. That's right. Yeah, L- Loser Yeah, Loser Fred or Assy K. I'll answer yeah. yeah, Loser Fred. <laughs> she looked at me when I called her Loser Fred. She was like, "What the hell does that mean?" I said, "Winifred, Loser Fred." Yeah. That's right. <laughs> now Assy K. She's got all kinds of nicknames. It's my alter ego. <laughs> Your alter ego, right there. How many names do you have? I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know my real name was Winifred until I started school. Oh, really? Because they did roll call. Well, you didn't use it when I first met you. And I said no, you should use that. Everyone name. called me, my parents called me Cassie. And then I found out my real name was Winifred, and it's a family name, but nobody called me Winnie or yeah, Winifred. It's a good name, too. Yeah, that's why Dave calls me Winnie because he loves it yeah, so much. Name. It is a good name, absolutely. My... I would have gone by Winnie when I was a kid. They that's just a good name. called me Cassie. They would have called you Winnie. She was checking into my event. At uh, the Palmer House, she comes in to check in, and and um, she's like, "Yes, uh, Cassie Plumber." And I'm looking, and I don't see a Cassie. I see a Winifred. <laughs> I said, "I I don't have a Cassie. I have a Winifred." Where is the? Palmer? And she goes, "Oh, that's me." And I go, "Wait a minute. Well, where does Cassie come from?" She goes, "That's my middle name." I go, "You have an awesome name like Winifred, and you're going to go by Cassie." Yeah, that's what I said too. I said and, the same and thing. She to goes, her. 
she goes, well, that's it. And I said, no, I'm, I'm calling you Winnie. You're my Winnie Cooper. And uh, that was that. <laughs> Winnie Cooper. And, and then uh, a friendship uh, began, and, and there you have it. Now she's Winnie and my family. Everybody in my family calls it. It's funny because her, her brother-in-law and sister and dad are so used to Cassie and everybody, and they, they, like, they kind of don't know what they should call her around me. So it's, you <laughs> know, I suppose, yeah. It's emotionally distressing for the family. <laughs> See, I really like that. My grandmother's name was Wilhelmina, and they called her Minnie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love oh, sure. Minnie. Minnie was wonderful. Well, how I got Cassie was my my middle name is Cass Stevens, yeah, not Cat, not Cat yeah. Stevens. Cass Stevens, yeah, Cass it's a full name, isn't it? Stevens. Cass Stevens. It's my grandfather's last name. Yeah. And um, they called him Cass in the Navy, and that's how they oh, got Cassie. Yeah, yeah. See, my mom was a Winifred, but a she went of... she went by Sissy. My grandmother's <laughs> a Winifred. She goes by Jakey. It's a Southern Jesus. thing. Everybody has nicknames, Sissy, Jakey, and it has Cat, nothing to. I had a great uncle Shorty. I had a great aunt Kuda. I have a cousin Snooky. Yeah, it's like who are names Elizabeth. It's like it's like the same in the black community. It's same in the black. It's the same in the black community. You got Ray Ray and all kinds of different names. I met a Ray Ray yesterday. We're heading over to Cooter and Snooky's to have a little. I probably have a Cooter somewhere in my family. Honey. Honey, honey, don't ever say that out loud nah, again. I would say I, I might have cooties or whatever. <laughs> yeah. you Cooter. Cooter. Okay. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, it's different than a cootie. No. Um, yeah. I, I got to tell you a story when we, we get off air. <laughs> off air? Oh, it's that good, huh? <laughs> Something yeah. you can't even say on the show. I can't. That is not good news right there. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I, so we got to get you booked on the morning show. Oh sure, I'd love to. Thank you, uh, thank you for, you for thinking to get... me. Yeah, closer to when the show airs, yeah, I'd love we'll, to come we'll on. I'll, 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 I'll set it up with Lastman. Last mental. Do it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing. And then I'm doing the uh, the ghost hunt live Salem on October fourth. So I'll be out there for that. Um, yeah, it's exciting, man. And then oh, there's Galaxy Con, which is coming. And what is that? November, honey. Uh, November eighth through the tenth, I believe. Galaxy Con is coming to Minnesota. Jeez, Tom, this thing is huge. Everybody that's anybody's going to be there. I think they've got Shatner. They've got Nichelle Nichols, who Jesus. played Uhura. They've got Walter Koenig, who played Chekhov. They've got uh, uh, George Takei, who played Sulu. He'll be out ahead. <laughs> oh, my. And now, uh, then, oh, my. Institutionalized. <laughs> right. Settle down. So he's, uh, they've got cast members of like every major sci-fi show. And everything, and they've included me in the mix, so I'll be a, a special guest on on hand for Galaxy Quest. Plus, David Tennant will be on hand, the, uh, my favorite doctor from Doctor Who. I'm excited. So, uh, <laughs> and Kat, Catherine Tate. So there's a lot of huge names at Galaxy what? Con. And since they added me, Tom, I had to do the obligatory plug for it. So I, well, hope you don't I understand mind. that. Absolutely. Michael Rooker, I believe, is going I like to be. Michael Rooker. I know He's a great like guy. It. Yeah. He's the one who told his story about his voice on the KQ Morning Show. He did. Yeah, he got clotheslined. He got clotheslined. That's it's why great his voice. voice is the way it is. I love his voice. Mm. Yeah. He's got a very interesting voice, as a matter of fact. So, you know. Uh, but, yes, well, as we get closer, I want, you, I want you to come on the morning show and talk about your TV show. It's going to be on the Travel Channel, correct? Yeah, Travel yeah. Channel. Uh, sure yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, maybe... Maybe one day in October we can get together and, and have uh, listeners call in and share ghost stories. Absolutely on your great idea. We will do that. And by the way, I want to thank you, too. I, I'm, it was whether it was direct or indirect, or, but I think the world of Scott Walter, man, what a great guy. 
Yeah, yeah, he really is. He's just a sweetheart of a guy. He's funny, intelligent, yep, uh, he everything I'm not. So he is the yin <laughs> to my yang. Yeah, you, you and I can and, balance uh, out the scales on the opposite side of Scott Walter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, uh, yeah, he is. he's just one of the nicest guys. You he know, is. as a matter of fact, when he showed up to your show yesterday on my timeline on Facebook, he was on. Um, he was with me on air the exact same day five years ago at the state fair. Oh, really? I, you know, one day I'm just like, hey, Scott, we're going to be recording at the state fair. When and where? That's yeah, all he said. And he showed up like a champ and did the show with me and yep. and sat in a little fishbowl out on uh, Machinery Row, and we had a great time. Yeah, it is a wonderful deal. But, yeah, we'll we'll stay in touch on all this stuff on this show, on the morning show. It would be so great if we uh, had a, a bunch of local people making it making it big on network television, on national television. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, well, and it's Scott and I will be both Travel Channel compatriots. So I exactly. told him hopefully uh, next season. Because, you know, he was such a good guy. There were a few times we ran into things when I was on the road with this shoot. And the Masons would come up. Oh, and right, I would yes. contact them, yep. and I'm like, hey, you know, I know you, you're a brother. You can't really go into secrets, but uh, am I even in the right path in believing this? And he'd go, oh, no, that's not even close to the truth. This is what the Masons believe. And he would set me straight, or he would say, you know what? While you're there, look for this, and if you see this, then you might be on to something. So he was a great, great adversary, yeah. and there's a few uh, few things we're looking at shooting for season two and if it comes to fruition, um, I've asked him, I said, man, would you join me on the episode? He's like, dude, I'd love to. So I'm hoping that'll work out in the future. No, that will be fantastic. And, you know, uh, I know that Assy K is all excited about it as well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's 26 weeks away from me. She gets a break. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Parting it up at the Schrader household while Dave's gone. It's oh, called yeah, laundry. Yeah, laundry. What a party. We're doing laundry. And yeah, it all works out in the end. All right, young man. We'll stay in touch and we will see you soon. Hope we gotta get out, out to dinner again. We've been planning it Please. for months. We'll get it. Just say care. when before you snowbird, let's get together. Snowbirdie. I like it. All right. All right, young man. All right, thank talk you. to you guys soon. Bye bye. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from client submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. Wrong song. It is the wrong song. <laughs> Sounds like it, though. 
It does sound like that. The first night. Whatever happened to Jet? That was a great first album and then just disappeared. I know, right? Happened a lot back then. What was Jet again? They were a band. That's some good songs. There was like a throwback band that came around early 2000s, but they had that. Classic 2001. Kind of like 70s. Oh, it's not the Jets. No, they, just, no. Just, Jet, just Jet. Yeah, because the Jets were. But they had some really good songs, like this one. It, it was great songs. Yeah, great writing. Cold, cold-hearted bitch. Yeah. But they, it's, you this me? was their biggest. This was their biggest hit by far. Yeah. They actually they had a few albums. They had one in 2001, 2003, 2006, yeah, but 2009. <laughs> Well, they were Australian, so oh, they were okay. actually uh, they were much bigger in Australia. Yeah. They actually the Get Born, their first charted twenty sixth here, first in Australia. Shine On charted actually better than their first. So then they're huge in Japan. Let's see here. It doesn't list the Japan positions because Japan follows all Australian music. They love Australia yeah, they now, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They went from loving France to. England to America to Australia. Yeah. Yep, Seriously, we came out with hip hop rap. They left us like no, a hot right. potato. It's the worst music. Well, it's not even music. Well, no, no. They just their their culture doesn't accept the videos with guns and drugs no. and girls good. with lingerie they in shouldn't. the back. No, so they, they shouldn't. just left it. You're absolutely right good for this them. This gun thing in music videos should you know, never be you allowed. Know what? I saw this last year in the whole country of Japan. There was two crimes committed with a gun. Really? Yeah. In the whole country? In the whole country for the whole year. So it should have, were they suicides, hopefully? I, they doesn't get, didn't give details. Why not? And in this country, <laughs> like... Oh, two in a minute? Oh, no, it was, it was the number. I, I, I couldn't even read the number. Well, we allow everything now. Yes, we we will let anybody do whatever the hell they want. There's no uh, punishment for anything. Oh, there's no, there's no, there's no, reco- there's no repercussions. None. Even well, ninety nine out in even a couple years. Yeah. I would guarantee that ninety five percent of gun violence is either suicides or gang activity. It is. Yeah. So have you guys heard this thing about? It's called jail years. Jail years. So so if you, you go to jail like, for X amount of years. No no so so if you get ten years in prison, yes. you're sentenced to ten years in prison. Yes. Then you have to calculate it to jail years. It's not if you can Google it, it gives you a time place. Yeah. So you already get the time you're arrested to time you go to court and time you you get sentenced. Why? You get two years off of that. It's called what? J- yeah, it's, and so if you get sentenced to ten, <sighs> you're only gonna do three. Oh my God! It's, it's just—it's a breakdown system in the state of Minnesota. It's called jail years, and it's not the actual years. You get it's just for. ridiculous. You can do anything now. First degree uh, murder. It's called people, the good time calculator. That's it. Good time calculator. So let's see: ten years, <laughs> length of time the judge credited client for time served. I don't know. We'll just say thirty days. Type of offense: felony. Was the crime violence? Yes. Was the crime convicted before? Yes. Was it a sex offense? Yes. Let's just make it the worst we can. Yes. You'll get oh, nothing. Sexual offenses and two or more violent crimes are not eligible for good time. Well, that's good. So you can be violent, but only once. <laughs> twice. No, twice. You can be violent twice. <coughs> but yeah, you don't really get sentenced to what they sentence you to. Let's see. You got a 10-year sentence. You committed a felony violent crime. You will serve eight years, five months. So you get a year and a half off yeah, if, if you're months, good yeah. in prison. So, hey. Time served. But I've good seen, behavior. That's not time served. That's just... But good behavior, I mean. Yeah. yeah. I've seen murder people get out in 20 years for first-degree murder. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens years. all the time now. That's not fair. What happened no. to life in prison? Yeah, what happened to the person who's dead? They're still dead. 
Oh, I mean, that's the thing. That I keeping just, people in prison is expensive, and we're it is, yeah. For some reason, we're against the death penalty now. Which most people in America are not. Well, we do in prison more people than the whole world combined. We do, yeah. That's because we won't do anything about our gangs. That's actually a a statement that's actually not true. We we imprison more people than every other first world country combined. Yeah, right. Well, right. I have a feeling the jail, like, there's there's probably about 100 million people in jail in China that we don't know about. Yes. And neither does anyone else. And you go to some of these countries like Colombia and all, they have jails that they just build and they stick you in and nobody runs them. Nobody runs those prisons. They just run themselves. Yeah. It's just like a They're basically concrete boxes full of people. Yeah, that nobody runs. They just, they run themselves to their own entity. I can't take it The vast, vast majority of people in our jails are from gang activity, but we we don't have any, we don't do gangbusters anymore. We don't do, you know, patrols of areas known to have a lot of gang members and, you know, break their activity up. There's one that's really, really known in Columbia that's a, Big, huge prison, and no, there's no guards. Nobody runs it. The prisoners run it. And then there's an outer wall in, like, a 20-feet space. So Yikes. people that, that they don't that they the prison considers outcasts, they throw them over the wall into the outer wall. So they're just between the prison wall and the outer wall, and they have to survive out there just on rainwater and rats say, and stuff. I how the hell do you do that? And, and people throw the, all their crap over the wall. Oh, God. So And nobody takes – there's no there's – no, no staff, so there's nobody. So talk about inhumane. Yeah, I know. That's a brutal place well, right there. Uh, hey, you know what? It's this whole situation where, where you know if you leave the state fair through the main gate on Monday night, there's going to be violence. It's every year now. Yeah, but we haven't, we, don't we, do haven't made, we haven't made though compared to places like the Sudan. And, oh well, yeah, and, that's, they just <laughs> cut well, your head yeah. off. <laughs> it's it's every five minutes somebody's shot and killed. Well, my brother-in-law was doing some business <laughs> over in one of the I don't know Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi or some damn place. He's sitting in the town square having lunch. All of a sudden, there's this hubbub. They roll out a guy in the middle of the town square and cut his head off yeah. right during lunch hour. It's like, okay, well. I think Sudan's probably the most violent right now. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, I don't really understand this whole deal. And nobody talks about it in this country. You go to Europe and watch the news, it's all over the news there. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But here, blackout. No, they, the medium blackout. They will only cover stuff that white men do now. Yep. Because well, they're mad at daddy or something. I, I, I don't know, know what, what the hell that's we, all about. People are always talking about, oh, you only see white men commit all these mass shootings. That's because the media doesn't tell you about the rest of them. Well, there was just exactly. one at uh, two schools were playing football against each other, and uh, apparently yep. someone didn't like the result and shot up the place. Didn't really hear about that one because it wasn't about white supremacy. No, that's exactly right. Well, they kind of burned themselves on the Dayton thing, too, because that one was That one was not either. even close. But a lot of people still think it is because the media told them so. Oh, that's the whole problem with the media and Hollywood right now. They're appealing to morons who will believe yeah. anything you tell them. Do not believe anything the media tells you. No, God. You're, even, and if you do, you're a moron. Even, even social media posts... They'll see them, they'll get like 500 likes, and the statement's so untrue. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's just oh, pure yeah. lies, but no one... Yeah, no well, one cares. The, Twitter is so astroturfed that you could... As long as some people want it to be the truth, they'll pay people to post fake right. comments and give right. fake likes and everything. It's and true. if you disagree, you're just... You're drowned out by the hundreds of thousands of people Speaking who of are, that, I, was, I saw a post the other day by the 
mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, and I looked at all the people who liked it, and they were all people who didn't live in this country. Hmm. They were like, awesome. What did they like? They liked this post. And I looked at all the people who liked it to see if there was anybody I knew. And they were all Somalians that live in Somalia. That live in Somalia? People who didn't like what? People who liked his post. What was his post? I don't know. It was just some post about... Oh. Well, I mean... But it was a lot of Somalians that, that live in Somalia. And what was the site? No, it was just Facebook. That's what I mean. It was yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I got several people asking me to come back on social media, but I probably shouldn't. Should no, I? you, if you definitely do, if you shouldn't. Do, no, if you do, you go on, do, do an uh, Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Is oh, your yeah. safest. Instagram's completely safe. Oh, it is? Yep. And you can post whatever you want. You can turn just turn all the comments off if you want. Mm-hmm. And you can do the same with Facebook. You can open up a Facebook page and turn all the comments off so nobody can comment on anything. Nobody can post on your page. Nobody can post on my page. They can comment. They can't post. What if post. your buddies want to say hi to you? They can post. They oh, can, they can't. They can comment. They can't post on your page. Oh, you know? I see what you're saying. Because yeah. then you get, once you have a following, people meet, put all their crap on your page and yeah. it just yeah. waters down your page. Mm-hmm. You don't want all that crap on your page. No, yeah, but stay away from Twitter. Yeah. yeah Twitter stay away is, from Twitter. is totally evil? compromised. Yeah, Twitter is just dangerous. It's people paying. They want to fight you. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. They're you mean not, physically? It's probably 80% paid <laughs> posts or do. likes, and the rest are just yeah. mentally ill people. But Instagram's your safest. I can see that. I got Did you hear about the the the, uh, the message, the email that I got from Doc Ketchmark? So the guy came up to him and said, "Doc, is it true that you're friends with Tom Bernard?" He goes, "Yeah, it's true. We're friends." Well, is it true he's an asshole? I get that. I get that every once a week. They ask you if I'm an asshole once a week. Why do they think that? I don't know. I don't know. Or oh, you get it too? Oh yeah. Why do people think I'm an asshole? I don't really get it. I don't know. I don't either. I asked them the same Somebody thing. Somebody told them. No, I asked them that question. I wonder why they think that. No, I asked them that same question. Yeah. I always say, why well, why, why do you think that? And they go, well, he's so opinionated about it. Like, I'm opinionated about it's everything. It's my too. job, <laughs> you dumb bastard. I, know. I said, I'm, I'm, a, no I'm, a, think I'm an asshole. I'm just, just a dumb opinionated. He's so yeah, grumpy all the time. I'm like, well, he's reading what's in the news. Exactly. But people don't, people don't get it. If no, you they didn't, don't if get you it. De- if you didn't have a strong opinion and every, you accepted everything, then you would be nobody. I'd be boring. And you would be nobody. Right. You, you, you wouldn't have a career. That's you, correct. You, you have to have some kind of controversy to propel you forward. And your controversy just happens to be your opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not fake. That's because, the other thing. because if you want that's me to be not fake, that's like not Hollywood how is. the region you're in acts. They follow their they follow the herd where you yeah, didn't. Yeah. So that's was part of your success. And I said I always yeah, tell them, I you know it's one of the nicest. People. I always tell everybody that asks me that question, and I get asked it. I'd say at least once a month. Really? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I say one of the nicest guys I ever met. And they but they Are you I talking get, about Andy. <laughs> 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 no, I, I just. It, so it's because I'm opinionated. And then they, they, they instantly don't say anything. And they probably think they, that you're an asshole because you're successful. Oh, uh, yeah, there is that. And I'm, actually, I'm yeah. actually known as a nice guy. So when I say that you're a nice guy, they go, oh, okay. Because I'm... That's weird. I'm known as a nice guy. How the hell did you pull that off? I don't know. <laughs> even people that hate me... Even people that hate me... <laughs> don't say at the end of the I, thing, I but he's a really nice guy. 
I don't know anybody <laughs> hates you though. Oh, there's people that hate me, but they'll say Why? I don't know. They just they don't. People don't like when you get success in this. Well, town. that's true. They, they, success in Minnesota is not a good thing. They don't like it unless they gave it to you. Yeah, it, you suck. You that's got, true. You get successful. They don't like it here. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not from here. So God forbid. Yeah, I suppose. You know, I put tw- I eleven know. years in downtown. Mm. That just amazing. Because nobody ever asked me if any of you guys are assholes. I wonder why that is. <laughs> oh, look at the face <laughs> she's got over here. Well, I'm known as a nice guy. So. Yeah, well, you're known as a nice guy. And then we have Ass EK, so <laughs> you already know nice what to doing. everybody. You are nice to everybody. That's true. People used to ask, when I used to do Tony Fly. Remember Tony Fly? Had sure, the show and I used to do his show a lot. And people used to ask him. What? The same thing they, they ask about you. Oh, if, if Tony Fly was an asshole? No, if I was. Oh, if you were? Yeah, to Tony. Because I like Tony Fly. A yeah, lot of people oh, did not like him. I love Tony. Yeah, he's, he's a, a great, great guy. He's, he's a great right guy. Right from Italy, man. Yeah. First generation American. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He's a, a really, really, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, Super a lot of people nice thought guy. he's a flaming prick. Oh. I don't know where you got that. Because he's, he's, he's an East Coaster from Italy. From Italy. Oh, well, that'll do it, yeah. Where's he, where's he at now? He's in L.A. He's in L.A. He's on Sears. Oh, okay. Yep, he is. He's doing well. Yeah, he's doing well. He's getting paid. Getting paid. Son of a bitch. He must be a asshole. Maybe more than Fox Nine would ever pay him. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes. Like ten times on the fly. He got like ten times the salary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he did. No, that that does amaze me though, because I I don't I was trying to think of anybody asked me if somebody I know is an asshole, and they don't ever ask me that. I've only got. I think you're the only person anybody's ever asked me that. Okay, great. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> look, at, look at the time. Time to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. But I, I do, every time, 10 out of 10, say, nope, you're one of the nicest guys I've ever met. That's and what they, I and say. They, as soon as I say it, they're, they, they, and I think they genuinely believe me because I'm a nice yeah. guy. Well, maybe. You know, <laughs> one of the things that, that, I, that I have learned is... Um, and I'm not talking about acting black here. That's a whole different thing. But I am an urban guy. Like, you know, I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, or I'm not letting anybody push my friends around, and I'm very protective and all the rest of it. And I think that the, the like, the honky elite, they don't like that. No. They don't like urban people. And they, they actually don't like urban black people either, but they would never admit that. Never say it. <laughs> no, They'd never admit it. See, and, and therefore, I get the brunt of it because I'm a honky, so they can go after me. Well, you know, and, and when you get to the number one morning show. Well, that's a big part of it. Too. Yeah, your lightning rod. That's very You understand true. that, right? I do. You knock Look, down who's on top. I would like to stay and do more, but I can only be around really great guys <laughs> like L.A. Nick for so long. And then it starts to rub off and it'll ruin my career. I didn't say great. I said nice. Oh, oh There's okay. a big difference. Right, there's a huge difference. You're right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Uh,